0: Outdoor living spaces have become all the rage. But how can technology make those spaces more livable? Let's find out. I'm Tom Duncan. And I'm Arrow, And this is Future Home.
1: We are a small company based out of Dallas, Texas. There's uh, four of us. We all are owners in the company and we work real hard. We make the smartest sprinkler system around.
0: We're talking with Ian Woodward-Smith from Sprinkle, the creators of the Sprinkle Conserve Rain Sensor.
1: We have taken sprinkler systems to the next level. Our system is a a traditional smart irrigation system. However, we take it to the next level by pairing with in-ground soil moisture sensors that talk back to the computer. So that allows us to take real-time readings from the yard and completely automate the process of watering.
0: For full disclosure, I have to say that I am a proud and happy owner of a sprinkle irrigation controller, and I love it. It's absolutely changed the way I run my sprinkler systems. And I can tell you, when I installed it like six months ago, I just had my sprinkler system on regular. It would just run like a, on, you know, it would run Monday, Wednesday, Friday or whatever. And didn't matter if it was raining, didn't matter if the ground was wet, it was just running. My sprinklers have not run for over five months. That's how much water I was wasting.
1: Yeah, it's a ringing endorsement right there, so we appreciate it. We are one of the number one rated uh, systems on Amazon right now, and we deliver about 70% water savings without uh, user intervention. So that's one of the kind of the magic behind our system right there.
0: It's really the smart backyard now, isn't it?
1: Yes, so we are a smart yard system. The heart of the system is our sprinkle control unit. So it's a 16-zone smart sprinkler. It takes about 20 minutes to install. Really easy. We provide it uh, with a magnetic lid so you can pull it off. Plenty of room for the wires in there. It's very simple for a homeowner to do themselves. You don't have to call an irrigator.
0: Right. You can do this yourself. You don't You don't have to have a professional or anything to do this, right?
1: Not at all. So you can buy it. We'll ship it to you. Uh, you, you install it yourself. Takes about 20 minutes. And then you set everything up through the app. Um, the app will walk you through even down to the to testing the individual zones that you've installed. So once you've installed it, the setup process from there takes about five minutes at most. Use uh, both iPhone or Android to set it up. We use your local location to tie it into cloud-based weather data. We look at forecast, up to seven-day accumulation, as well as current rainfall from professional weather stations. And then we also tie that into the in-ground soil moisture sensors.
0: Explain a little bit how that works, because the brains then are taking this weather data and also then taking the data in from these little sensors that you just kind of bury in the ground around your yard.
1: Yeah, that's correct. So every 15 minutes, our system, using your local address, um, looks up the nearest professional weather station and then looks at the forecast and determines whether or not it needs to be watering based on that forecast. So simplistically put, if it's about to rain or currently raining, you don't need to water. And if it's rained a lot over the last seven days and the ground's still wet, you don't need to water. Just using the weather forecast alone, we can determine that. But then the next layer comes down to our in-ground soil moisture sensors. And so those take readings at 1, 3, and 5 inches for soil moisture, as well as the temperature, because you don't want to be watering if it's freezing. They also communicate back to our controller every 15 minutes, and because you can put those throughout your yard, we actually look at the conditions of each different area with a sensor. So you might have one in your front yard, you might have another in your backyard, and then flower beds if you have kind of three zones you're looking to maintain.
0: How did the idea come about to just create your own sprinkler system?
1: It kind of initially came about when one of our founders was traveling and his system was going off and it was snowing outside. So it was freezing. He was on vacation and he had no way to turn it off.
0: Yeah, that that was me. That was my system. <laughs> yeah. I remember dri- I remember driving out sometimes, it'd be pouring rain and there my sprinklers are just whipping around, watering the rain.
1: Yeah, it's it's ludicrous. Um, so especially in today's world where, you know, everybody's connected to their phone, you have, you know, constant access to, to really whatever you need to, it was kind of, it was kind of silly that we didn't have a, a sprinkler system that one, you could control with your phone remotely, regardless of your location. Two told you what it was doing, um, even if you weren't home and then three, you know, Actually took took into consideration current events and current conditions and adjusted the watering from there. So we saw it as a, as a huge gap in the market, and then add to it, you know, with the trending of home automation, and kind of full connected homes. The backyard and your green space has always been an area that's been severely neglected. So that's where we set out to not just develop a sprinkler system, but a full smart yard ecosystem. Um, that would allow the users to to easily manipulate and manage their green space.
0: What are some trends that are going on? What's new technologies that you guys are seeing that's going to make people's backyard more, I guess, more connected, more automated?
1: That's been one of the biggest issues uh, kind of to date has been most of the connected uh, devices have historically re- really relied on a Wi-Fi system. And so the problem with Wi-Fi is most people's Wi-Fi is focused on their house, uh, but really once you get just right outside of, outside of the walls, it starts to drop off pretty rapidly. So while there's been some security systems primarily that have looked at kind of expanding or using different connection protocols, uh, there haven't really been any smart yard especially or any kind of outdoor connected uh, devices that have looked at doing that. And there's really just been a kind of a, a lapse of anybody focused on out stuff, outside stuff in general.
0: What are some of the things that you guys are thinking about when you talk about accessories or linking this, your controller to other things besides just your irrigation and your watering system?
1: Yeah. So this year, um, kind of to tie on to the irrigation system or the kind of core platform that we've already built, uh, later this year, we will re- be releasing a non-invasive flow meter. So while we're controlling the sprinkler systems and managing outdoor water usage, which is a substantial portion of everybody's home water usage, we don't really have a good way of measuring the gallons that are being applied. And so we have come up with a unique way of, of attaching a flow meter to the water main, so the main, main meter on the house. And that will allow us to monitor not only the, the gallons that are used in an outdoor setting, but also keep an eye on what's happening in the house in general and set up some kind of off-hour leak detection and a few other unique features that'll help water management around the house period. And all of that'll tie in through the phone, so you'll be able to see that data if you're at home or if you're traveling.
0: I will tell you a story, Ian. I, I had a problem at our house where there was a leak at the main connects to my home line. I got the bill and it was like four grand And I'm like, what in the world's going on? Because there's no water anywhere, right? So I call the water company. They come out. I had to get people coming. got everybody coming out. Come to find out there was a leak right at the main point, and the water was going right down into the storm drain.
1: You are the perfect case. So in that situation, we would have been able to tell that your water was running around the clock. And because we know when the sprinkler system is on, which is one of the largest consumers of of water in a house, we would have been able to tell you that. There's something unusual happening, so you could have hopefully stopped that a lot sooner.
0: That when my teenage son when he takes a when he takes a shower.
1: <laughs> yeah. Oh man, that's probably the next product that we'll be releasing. Um, we do have a roadmap, kind of that's also touching in. So we have our in-ground soil moisture sensors that are primarily focused on turf we will be releasing a potted plant sensor as well. And that will be good for outdoor use as well as indoor use for potted plants. And then we have a few other unique things that are kind of in the pipeline. So a tap timer, if you're familiar with kind of a garden hose, a hose bib that'll be connected so that you can not only just turn it on and off from your phone, but you can set schedules or you can tie it into your existing sprinkler system. So it will act as an extension of your existing sprinkler system so you can schedule it just like any other zone and tie it into the soil moisture sensors as well.
0: Yeah, see that's what I love about my sprinkle is it's all right there on my phone. I mean, I can just pull up the app and I can see everything right there. I don't have to go out to the controller and check it. It's all right there connected. So okay, now Ian, let's talk money for a second. What, what is a system like Sprinkle going to set you back?
1: Our Sprinkle Control um, sells on Amazon for $225, in line with most of our competitors or, or any other systems out there, uh, but it comes loaded with a lot more features than the other ones do, plus we have the expansion of the soil moisture sensors, and that approach is only available through Sprinkle. We're the only company that makes um, wireless zone-level in-ground soil moisture sensors, And then those will run an extra $45 per sensor, and you can buy those from our site or on Amazon as well.
0: Yeah, and you just put a couple around your yard in different spaces where the water would collect or wherever it might be different, right, to kind of control different zones.
1: And it's completely flexible, so you can use one for your whole yard, um, or we have some customers that use 16. They put one per zone.
0: How much on average is someone going to save just from the water with the sprinkle?
1: Yeah, so if you're using the soil moisture sensors— we're saving typically between sixty to seventy percent of your outdoor water usage. Just as a as a personal example, my house in Texas, I saved twelve hundred dollars last year using our sprinkle control with the moisture sensors. So it pays it pays for itself.
0: <laughs> the podcast is called Smart Home. What makes because a lot of the things we talk about technology and what's happening and you know all this stuff that's coming into our homes. How is it changing how you interact with your home or how you live on a day-to-day basis?
1: Well, I mean, I I know right now it makes my home a lot more comfortable. So, you know, just the everything from as simple as if I go outside. So I have two dogs. I go outside to walk the dogs. I no longer have to worry about uh, bringing keys. You know, I have a, a smart system, smart lock on the front door. So I can walk out the front door, push the lock button. Uh, it's a lot less hassle trying to get out and in the house. Um, if I'm away from the house, I've had it, you know, where uh, a person's coming to deliver, and um, I've been walking the dogs and gotten a, you know, a message from my doorbell telling me that somebody's out there trying to deliver, and I can communicate with them. So I think it it it's made a lot of the normal day to day interactions or pain points. I think of kind of just living and being in a home a lot easier. Um, Smart thermostats are just another example of where it's taken those little aspects of comfort and just completely applied them to where, you know, my thermostat knows how hot or how cool I want the house and is adjusting it accordingly uh, to make it much more livable for me. So I think that's, that's, my, that's my true definition of a smart home is learning what I like and adjusting to make my, my day-to-day a lot more comfortable.
0: Some of the other things with overwatering, things like runoff, I mean, if you're on a slope lot and you're overwatering, you're just draining out things like fertilizer and all that stuff is going in, then into the, into the storm drain and wherever it goes. So, I mean, there's also this ecological component to not overwatering.
1: Not only are you depleting the grass of nutrients, but you're also encouraging uh, mold, fungus, Other unhealthy elements, um, rot in the grass, root rot. So yeah, you're creating a whole host of mess uh, just by overwatering and not really thinking about it. And the same applies when it's too cold. So, I mean, it's really, really easy. Most homes, especially in the fall and even in the spring months, depending on your location, are severely overwatering because not only is the ground not drying out, but you're probably also getting some rain and then you're applying water on top of that. So it, it is, it's not just wasteful, it's really damaging to your green space.
0: Tom Duncan and Ian Woodward-Smith, I can't thank you guys enough for being here today. Where can they find out more information about Sprinkle?
1: You can find our products on Amazon or go direct to our website at sprinkle.com. That's S-P-R-I-N-K-L dot com. Sprinkle without an E.
0: Thank you for listening. Hope you enjoyed the latest episode of Future Home. This is Tom Duncan, and check out one of our other episodes on Apple Podcasts, Google Cast, Spotify, or whatever is your favorite podcast platform.